Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 185 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. What's going on? How's your life going? It feels so good to connect and I think that's part of why I love doing these episodes because I get to connect with you in a way. I'm a people lover. I love people. I just do. I can literally find something I love about every person I meet. That's what I look for when I'm out. Now, and I think COVID made it even more so because I just so appreciate seeing actual real people <laughs> and knowing how hard this last year and a half has probably been for them. But here they are still out doing their things, smiling. But anyway, so I'll be out. And it's just so endearing to me to see that mother with her three kids. They're a wreck, screaming and doing what little kids do. But she's doing her best. More than her best, she's brilliantly managing them. Then maybe I'm driving and I see this little grandma driving slowly in her car in front of me. And I have so much love for her. Because she looks like she could be over 80 and she's out doing her thing. I love it. I hope I'm doing that when I'm over 80. And then maybe I see a person on the sidewalk and they're overweight and they're just going out for a little exercise or working out. And I'm just mentally giving them a high five because that wasn't the easy thing for them to do today. I have so much love for them making an effort to better themselves. You see, I've trained myself to just naturally look for the good. Now, I'm not saying there aren't days when I've gotten up on the wrong side of the bed and I run into the mother with the three screaming kids and I'm irritated because why can't she get them under control? Or I'm behind the grandma driving slow and I think, should she really be driving? She's just slowing me down and everyone else. Or the person that's overweight out getting exercise, I judge them for letting themselves get that far out of shape. But I'm the common denominator in both of those above scenarios. And every single scenario you run into, you're the common denominator. If your general mood is grumpy or judgy or rushing around all the time, well, the second scenario is probably pretty familiar to you. And you might not even realize that you're the common denominator. You might just think you're grumpy because that mom couldn't control those kids. Or you're late because grandma was driving slow. Or you judge that person because, well, you could let yourself get to that point, but you haven't. So you judge them for it. And you know I love you. <laughs> I love us. But we're, we're the reason, not anyone else. Maybe you had an argument with your husband or your wife, so you're already irritated. And then you run into the screaming kids, and now it's easy to blame them for your mood. Or maybe you stayed up too late, so you overslept, and now you're blaming sweet little grandma for driving slow. And maybe you aren't caring for yourself the way you should, or, or you're not loving yourself the way you want to. So how could you ever show love to someone that has different standards than you? I mean, it does, and it can feel better to blame someone else. It's really hard to accept that maybe, just maybe, every single interaction we have in the day is because of what we put out there. What we're talking about, what we're consuming, it all matters. And it does feel better to blame someone, I know, because I'm human with you, and I do it. We all do. But blame is a short-term good feeling because then you just keep running into that same scenario over and over because, well, that's what you're attracting. Now I'm going to get to good news, I promise. <laughs> so you know what feels so much better than blame? Not only better, in fact, it feels amazing. It's knowing the feeling of empowerment that comes from knowing you control all of that. 
So when I blame someone else, the reason it feels so bad is because I'm giving them my power. But when I take ownership of every thought, every interaction, that's real empowerment. Because now no one can make me feel anything. I decide what the screaming kids mean. I decide what the slow driving grandma means. And I decide the thoughts I have about other people with different standards. Knowing our own power helps us feel comfortable in our own skin. And when you feel comfortable in your own skin, it's easier to realize we're all doing the best we can. So how do we do that? How do we feel comfortable in our own skin? Well, I think it starts with recognizing that your power does not come from an external source. It doesn't come from a pack of friends or your parents or your spouse. And I know they say there's power in numbers, but what happens when that group changes their mind? You going to change yours too? I was in sixth grade and I was always friends with everyone. I mean, different groups. And there was a group of girls. I'll say they probably consider themselves the popular girls. Not sure. But I was friends with them too. So one day I come into school and they won't even acknowledge me. They won't even say hi or anything. And they ignore me all day. I was just so confused. And I was hurt. That's a tough age for girls. But anyway, that went on the whole day. So the next day, I come into school and I have no idea what to expect. And one of that, the group of girls runs up to me and she said, yesterday we ignored you, but today we're ignoring Chrissy. So don't talk to Chrissy all day. Well, my little 12 or 13 year old brain was like, but she didn't do anything to me. So the entire day, all I did was talk to Chrissy. I didn't want her to feel the way I had felt the day before. I didn't care what the other girls thought. You see, when your power is attached to a group, you might do things you don't want to do, things you don't agree with even, to stay part of that group. That isn't true power. It's faux power. True power is standing up and saying, absolutely not, because that's not who I am. True power is inside you, and no one can take that from you unless you let them. Feeling comfortable in your own skin also comes from knowing you don't get bestowed worthiness from anyone else. You're born worthy. No one can take that from you either. There isn't a finite amount of worthiness that we get and then it runs out after we make too many mistakes. If that were the case, we would all run out. Every single one of us. So I don't care what your past looks like. You're worthy of having a good future. Your worthiness is infinite. Now, if my worthiness was tied to a group, okay, let's say a religion, perhaps the religion of my parents, I would be depleted of worthiness because they teach that it's given to you by an external source. And that external source is bestowed through imperfect humans with their own baggage. Now, now that's a little ridiculous, don't you think? Not religion itself. It can do good. But the idea that your worthiness is bestowed from an external source through another imperfect human. I think that's ridiculous. My point is, your worthiness isn't in question. It's your birthright, knowing that's crucial to feeling comfortable in your own skin. You know what else helps you feel comfortable in your own skin? Not needing to be accepted by others. Accepting yourself as the perfect and ever-evolving, beautiful person you are. Give yourself some grace, but also give yourself a chance And the way to do this, I think, is best said by an article that I read recently by Tiny Buddha. She talks about honoring your body. Just honor your body. Lots of water, exercise, good nutrition, maintain a healthy, positive mind by filling your mind with things that move the needle towards happiness instead of fear. 
and finding and being true to yourself. Finding out who exactly you are and being true to that is one of the best ways to feel comfortable in your own skin. So my challenge to you this week is to ask yourself, am I comfortable in my own skin? And if you aren't sure, then figure out how being comfortable in your own skin would even look. How would you start your morning? How would you show up at work? How would you show up with your family, your friends? How would you handle that mom with three screaming kids? The slow-driving grandma or the person that looks different than you? And if you don't like the answer, that's okay. In fact, it's more than okay because now you're aware of it. And guess what? You have the power inside of you to change it. And it all begins with Good podcasts like mine, meditation, exercise, water, and good nutrition. If you're waiting for someone else to give you approval, to tell you you can do it, to make you go exercise, or to do the things you know you need to do, if you're waiting that for that to come from an external source, it might, but it'll be temporary. But when you decide you're that source, it's forever. You're worthy of a good future. And you have the power inside you to make that happen. Will you? I believe you will. And before I do my regular sign-off, I'd like to remind you, share this episode with two people. The first two people that come to your mind, don't even stop to think, just do it. They might be the ones searching for that message. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.